This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! podcast we were actually going to come to you about two hours earlier but zoe had an earache and i got to take her to the doctor so if you are watching about and probably if you're listening to decent chance zoe makes an appearance on this pod i'm in a room right now she was jack just saw her she's 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 bringing it today so you may see zoe or hear from zoe so how you doing buddy uh you know it's been really really hard to contain my excitement for the Phillies like mm-hmm. you have no idea inside my like you know me how much I just want to like go on a rant and like talk about how great they're going to be and like every video I see down there in Clearwater is just like it's making me like that much more giddy for the season to start um and it's like you know the the general vibe around this team is so impressive and it's like they, they they have a, a good mix, I think, James, of they love each other and they want to get back, you know, and they, they want to get back to where they were. And it's just like, I can't believe we have to wake up every day and it not be opening day. And and, and Bryce may not play until, until May because I I need the feeling of October and, and that feeling again. And I need to fast forward this next month. Like exactly a month from now is when uh, is when my son is due, which is exciting. Ah, speaking uh, of which, Zoe's back. Zoe's back. Zoe, you Zoe. come say hi to everyone here. Quick, quick, say hi, Zoe. Here we go. Say hi. Come into the. Vi- there she is. I can't, Zoe. I'm doing a podcast right now. Yeah, you just wanted that off. You just wanted the- she, she Jack and witness. She got it off. So she has a hair tie in her doll's hair. And she wanted it off. Somehow got it off. Literally, like three minutes later, coming back saying, "I want it on." I'll figure it out. All right. You. That sounds relax. like that sounds like me going through the 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 Phillies season. You know. Oh, like, it's I want... still on. It's still on. Okay. It's well. Great. Yeah. Joey. Joey. Joey, you got to deal with this. I got to do my job. All right. <laughs> All right. There we are. All yeah. right, Jack. We're back. Things are going well. Early. Yes. In the... I tell you what. This new this new schedule's already off to a bad start. You know, she's climbing into her tent. Oh, she's back. Yes, Zoe. Zoe, I, I know, Zoe. I'm recording a podcast. Zoe, did we talk about this? You got to be good. I'll help you after, okay? All right. That's my good girl. I'm really proud of you. Yep. <laughs> I will say, when we did this at like 8 30, this was never an issue. You know, it's so, make, so true, buddy. It's so one true. switch to the day. And now we're back to like, you know, everything going on in the background. So, hey, get ready. All right, pal. You're having a kid in like, a month, dude. You are like a month away from having a kid. Like, trust me. Get ready. All right, pal. Just this will be your life. So uh, make the jokes now. Get them in. Get them in. 
my bigger question for you is it's like obviously i'm like yeah I, uh, I can't wait like i'm dying i need it to, ha to happen every day I'm, I'm watching every single live bp video like doesn't matter i'm seeing oh, all shocking the i'm um, surprised i'm surprised you're not watching like uh videos of fans outside the stadium talking about uh you know what I, like yeah I, I, everything you can find well it's watching. just like why don't we live stream at this point can i just can we get a live stream can someone like get it so it looks like a game you know i don't need these side angles um i just want i want to see what it actually looks like um so like the people know that i am you know freaking out excited my bigger question is you like are you over this little super bowl yet i mean every day the wambulance of all oh, they lost and oh i'm hurt oh i'm heartbroken like i really just think that everyone needs to know like <laughs> if you're if you're ready to move on and and open your heart back up to the team that you know, I would say that you led this fan base of this podcast, especially <laughs> you believe was your favorite. Meanwhile, for the last month, I swear this game's been over for every day. It still hurts. It still hurts. Listen, I was over the World Series in, in, in two days. You were over the World Series in a, in a millisecond, I think, at this point. Uh, how are you doing? Have you, are you, have, you, have you matured a little bit? I'm happy you asked the question. I was honestly... Totally prepared to answer it. So first and foremost, relax with the, you know, minimizing the Super Bowl loss. All right. That sucked. It sucked. It sucked. And I will never get over it. But, but I was planning on coming here today, talking to you, talking to the people. Shout out to everyone in the chat. I see some, some of our great listeners. Like I'm, 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 I came in, you had to do that whole little thing. But my official statement, my honest, from my heart, even though I will never get over the Super Bowl, I can't wait for Phillies baseball, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Fully ready. The Andrew Painter, the Schwerbo. Yep. And honestly, honestly, I'll tell you what it was, Jack. You mentioned it before, but like the thing that really turned me like and that speech you gave on the last pod was really helpful. It really, I wasn't just saying that in the moment. It did kind of get my juices flowing. But, dude, like, the Schwarber painter stuff, the Stott stuff, talk about ever watching it, like, the vibe, like, it's the vibes, man. The vibes got me. Like, I freaking love these guys. Like, I love yeah. this team, and I love how much they love each other, and I love how much fun. It just seems like all the fun from that run is carried right into spring training. Like, the Schwarber painter stuff, it's hilarious. That's guys who like each other. That's guys who are having fun. They're making fun of painter for all the, you know, it's like, it just feels like we finally got a, a bunch of dudes who really like each other and are going out and they're going to go out every night and have a freaking blast together. And like that turned me, man. That was like, oh yeah, like this team rocks. I can't wait. Baseball is my favorite sport. Let's go. So I am, I will never get over the Super Bowl, but I'm, I'm there, dude. I am so freaking excited for Phillies baseball. Yeah, well, exactly. and, and <laughs> go ahead. I think Zoe's just excited, you know, and, and I think that her, I think her kind of excitement, I think, is is, is really <laughs> she's being, you know, we don't curse on this pod, but I would curse if I could about what she's, she's doing. She's being difficult, Zoe, I would say. Zoe, I'm doing the podcast, <laughs> she's being good, difficult, right? I would say. I will say it's a good glimpse into your life, though. It's a good. Glimpse yes. Into, into well, here's the real problem. Here's the real problem. World. She's me. Like She's that's it's the, the, the real issue is she is a full on Celts like and she does all the Celtsy things. And it's 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 pretty eye opening, pretty eye opening. You're like, wow, I do that. That's pretty annoying. Crap. Am I annoying? <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of that. A lot of that. 
Um, but you know, you, you talk about this team and you talk about how they are and, and how they're acting and, and, and what makes it, I think so like I would like this whole off season, I frankly, like I've been worried about their ability to get back. And I've been worried like, cause, cause I know how the city is like when they get in there, it's like, Oh, we're going to be back. We're obviously going to be back. Like that's what we do now. All we do is win. We're the new Boston, like the, we're a city of champions. And I, I, I really fought against it. Like, I am very excited for the Phillies. I, I can't, I counting down the seconds for it to happen, right? But there's like, there's still that, you know, I, I, I'm trying to protect myself from thinking they can do it again. But I, 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 I'm over kind of protecting myself. Like, this is everything we've been asking for. And, and how they are acting is like they didn't want to spend an offseason away from each other. And now mm-hmm. they're coming back. And I'm sure a lot of them have been down there longer than than just pitchers and catchers showing up. They've been down there for a while. Um, and, and, and how they are, it, it gives you this kind of confidence that they're not going to slip. That they're not going to come out slow. That they're not going to – they want that feeling back. Schwarber talked about it yesterday when they retired, dancing on my own. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking, but the right but decision. The correct decision. Correct decision. The correct decision. Um, but he mentioned how it was a second place song and it's on them to get back. And, and I had this in the take back, but I might as well get it out now. I love, I love when you throw take back stuff out early and then let us know that it was in the take back. Big fan of that. Well, cause you know, I'm not one to, like to bury, bury leads, um, <laughs> but with Schwarber, like, I don't think he's going to let them lose. Like he is such a winner. You know what I mean, dude? And, the, the best leader like we've had in as a Philly in, you know, since since uh, since the the heyday, since you know Utley and those guys, like he's the best leader we've had here. And now he's in his second year here, so he feels way more comfortable. He's he's busting chops. Um, he's he's, I don't know, like the way that he is talking, the way that he is uh, embracing being the leader of this team, the way that he's still like hitting homers and doing his thing. It, it's it's. It's like Dutch and and those kind of guys and the yeah. great leaders we've seen here. Um, and the way he talked about this, the second you know a uh, 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 second place song and how the the feeling of playoff baseball was intoxicating and they just want to get back there. That's our guy, and I know Zoe agrees. Given how she's getting more and more uh, passionate oh as my this God. podcast is going on. Yeah, I might have to text her mother to be like, "Come get your daughter." <laughs> Please come get Zoe. Yeah, <laughs> we're trying to do a pod. Zoe, you're killing me right now. You're being very bad. Well, go ahead. It's because it's because you know she knows she, opening days right around the corner. She knows she's got an earache. She's got a whole thing going on. She knows that. She knows Dad's been mopey. You know, she begged the- to be in the room when I recorded. She begged. She was like, "I promise you, I will be good. I promise." Wow. Is early returns yeah. suggest the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> early returns would say that that did not happen. Yeah. I would say. So, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, every vid- every day, every video, um, every like I guess uh, Stubbsy's uh, mic'd up on YouTube, which I, I can't wait to go watch. The Browsey talk today, and that just eased. Like I never, I don't really have much tension about the Phillies now. We're concerned about the Phillies now, but every time he talks, I'm like, oh, we're just great now dude uh, just got what it. a what a turn buddy like what a turn from yelling about andy mcphail and matt glentzak and these loser bullpen pitchers to like i'm pretty confident that they're gonna win 95 plus games <laughs> and, and and make a little noise next year again yeah it's it's absolutely insane you know it really is 
I mean, again, it, it's so crazy. If you just think back to how we felt like, I don't know what the exact date was, but like September 27th or something like that, when they were in the midst of that, like, mini collapse again and and the brave and the brewers losing games was like the only thing sustaining our hopes yep. and we're like oh, if, the, if the brewers just decided to win some baseball games we're done and then this one night in houston aaron nola all of a sudden goes six and two-thirds perfect they win the game schwerber does schwerber things and then there's a magical ride and all of a sudden in the span of three weeks of baseball and then an off season now like we are Fully and totally in on the team, on the players, on their ability, on Dombrowski, like the whole thing. It's so crazy. We were we were this close, this close to the the worst of all the collapses in, in of all the September ones we've been through. And then they righted the ship, and now they've they've become like the city's darling. It's it's a it's a real wild turn, man. Well, they're winners. We never we never said always once that they were. were losers. Yeah, always were. Never said once that they didn't know how to win. They couldn't win the big one. They couldn't uh, pull through when we needed them. So, um, yeah, it, it's a good place to be at. And it really does remind me of, of all the, the heyday, you know. And I know they didn't get the job done. I know they didn't win the World Series. But it, it feels like the heyday where it's like Rollins, Utley, Howard, Hamels all showing up to camp. And now it's like Schwarber and, and Reese and Nola and even Castellanos is getting his way in there, buddy. Like I, again, I think I talked about his last podcast. Haven't even given a thought. I might be more in on Castellanos this year than you, frankly. Like I might, which I, is I might, unbelievable. Well, it's because I'm so, all in too. I'm right there with you. Like I, there, there's no way he's not going to be like significantly better. I want to talk about the Castellanos thing because it drives me nuts. It's like everyone just expects because he was bad for a year like that's what he is now like, exactly I know every single thing he did last year at the plate was bad we we all can why is it so i don't get why it's so hard to say yes he was awful last year but i also think he's going to be good this year given that for the last nine years he's been one of the 20 best hitters in baseball you know i just i don't get why it has come to the point where it's like, oh, he has no shot. He's cooked. He's this. I understood he, said, he he swung at every single slider away last year. I get it. I know it. I watched it. We all watched it. That doesn't mean he can't work on it all offseason and fix it. Is he just going to sit there and not do anything this offseason? I, I don't get I don't get the Castellanos. Like, he's obviously done. He's done. Like, why would you have any faith in him? I don't know because he's 30 and had one awful year. And I know a couple years ago with the, 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 in the COVID year, he was terrible as well. But like, can we look at a track record? Can, can we, can we just, can we kind of, you know, look at this and be like, Hey, maybe he's not going to be a disaster this year. And it's okay to believe that until he proves us wrong. Like he could prove us wrong. He could hundred percent do that. And maybe he's done. I just don't understand. It's a philosophy if he's hundred percent done it over. There's no point in even believing in him. I think it's crazy, dude. Again, like the track record says that he's going to be better. And th th we've seen this a lot of times. There are guys who have these weird outlier years and, and then go back to being the player they were their whole career. And, oh, like, you know, I, I always pound on it. It's like my thing. Athletes are humans. They're not robots sent out to go and play baseball. And, like, it was a big life change. He moved here. He got a new house. It happened late in spring. Like, it wasn't early. Like, this is something where he kind of had to hustle to get in. He ends up in freaking Ben Simmons' house. Like, That's the issue. A yeah. disaster. Uh, but, like, you know, he had a lot of change. A lot, And I'm not, I'm not making excuses. Like, he was horrible comparative to what he got paid and all that stuff. But, but. 
it is certainly believable to think that with a full off season here in the situation where he is, you know, fine or, or sort of comfortable that he's going to be better. It just, it's it, I, in my mind, it's, it's obvious to be honest, Jack. And you know, the big contract, uh, that's something that has always been talked about where it's like, Oh, you know, the, the, it's a lot of pressure. And yeah, there's a lot of pressure at year one. Some guys are uh, like Harper in his first year. Wasn't that great. You exactly. Know, like, it, not you know, the second half, like the first half, he was like pretty mediocre. And, um, so he wasn't that great. You know, not everyone, not everyone is, is, is Schwarber who can come in and, and be adaptable to, to kind of any locker room that they are being brought into. You know, sometimes it is an adjustment for people. So um, obviously selfishly, if you add in, like imagine, oh, can you imagine know? like, the, oh, dude. I know, I like, know, dude, he's in a lot of ways, you know, it's, it's a, you know, kind of a, a cliche term or whatever you want to call it, but like an X factor, like he is such an X factor guy for this team this year, because I think when you look at the lineup, we have, you know, so much faith in so many guys, but he's, you know, almost written off by a lot of fans. I think, you know, almost like, Oh, you know, that, that sucks. We have him, but the team's really good. I mean, he could, he's, he could be one of the three best hitters in this lineup. You know, like he's that good. Like it should go Harper Turner cast like career wise, Harper Turner Castellanos. He's the third best hitter on this team career-wise. Like, if he's anything close to that, it is such a massive upgrade to this team that went to the freaking World Series. And that's the one thing I've also fought against because I'm really high on Bohm heading into the year. I'm I'm like absurdly high on Bohm, actually. Like I I I, I can't wait. Um obviously very high on Stadi. Like I think yep. th the fact that he went back and, and rewatched. Oh, yeah. I love it. So dude. relatable. I, 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 dude, he's so relatable. And also, like, I love that he did it, but also, like, his learning from it. And you did it as something that was fun to do, but also as a, a way to get better. I mean, I, and just with Stott, I mean, just the improvement he had over the course of the year last year from day one to the end of the season. Like, like, how could you not get excited about someone like that who in season is able to adjust and have those type of at bats we saw him have in big spots? Like, you know, obviously, he didn't have a good World Series, but I mean, it's a freaking rookie playing shortstop in the World Series. I, I'm I'm super bullish on stuff. Well, and the other thing that I I just don't think people can kind of like wrap their heads around is that last year, or, you know, two years ago at this point, whatever, uh, finishes the year at Reading, doesn't really have any time off. Immediately goes to the Arizona Fall League. Mm. Uh, is there all like he was he was in the Arizona Fall League until like freaking end of December? Maybe gets a month off. Uh, and then immediately goes into to trying to compete for a job on a major league organization um, that is kind of like, hey, come here and take it. He took it. He got sent back down after a disastrous start. And then like having to overcome all of that in one year. And, and by the end of the year, um, you know, he was pretty good. You know, the, the overall numbers obviously will, will not tell the story of Bryson Stott's rookie year because the first what? two weeks he was basically unplayable yeah, um, it was a disaster but, but something happened in the brewer series and they simplified his approach and um and and he turned into a a really solid play. i think he struck out like three times in the in the in like two uh, two month stretch like just didn't strike out so um so Stadi marsh you know i'm a, like those guys take step forwards which they should the lineup becomes really good but then you factor in like a castellanos bounce back and and it's just there was a quote the other day in the athletic about how they could be the deepest, most versatile lineup since the nineties Indians. And it's just a, it's a crazy spot to be. And obviously you remember those teams. 
Um, yes. And it's it's a big comp. But like if Castellanos bounces back and Bohm takes a step forward and Stott takes a step forward, Real Muto is going to be JT. Hoskins is going to be Hoskins. And Hoskins could be better. Um, when Bryce comes back, he's Bryce. Schwarber's going to do his thing. I think he could have a higher average this year, you know, with the without the, the shift being in, in place. The, the lineup top to bottom is just – it's just stupid. It is absolutely stupid. All right, um, let's – I can't wait. Yeah, I can't either. Let's get to the pitching, though, because that has been kind of the talk of camp. Um, obviously, let's talk about the one that everyone's been talking about. The no, Noah songs. No, I'm kidding. Yes. We'll get back, we will get back to songs. emergency Noah song podcast. We got we to start with Painter, though. Like we have not talked since Painter got to camp since, you know, we, we have been talking about Painter as, you know, an a elite, elite prospect on this podcast for a while now. Obviously, everyone's come around. He's the best pitching prospect in baseball. Most places that you look right now, there's still lists to come out and all that. But you know, going to camp and all of a sudden he's like the most hyped dude down there. It's all everyone's talking about the excitement around painter. What do you, what's your kind of read on the whole painter situation down there in terms of like the hype about him? Obviously we know how we feel about painter, but like, do you think he's actually going to make the, the team out of camp? Cause I like, I would be really surprised. They have to find a way to manage this guy to when it matters most, but like, like there's a lot of hype, man. <laughs> Well, and I think it's the right thing uh, that this team kind of needed. You know, um, it gives you that little bit of juice that I think they, you know, they come off the World Series last year and everyone's kind of expecting them to go back. And this little Andrew Painter kind of hype train gives them kind of an extra little juice, I think. Turner being brought in adds in a little bit of juice, of course. But you, 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 Andrew Painter is there. He has all this buzz around him. Everyone is apparently at his live BP session, you know, wanting to see what he looks like and wanting to see, um, you know, how he does. And I just, I like that it gives them a little bit of something that can give them a little bit of extra jolt rather than just like, oh, we got to count down the seconds until spring training or until spring training's over. Now, I, I think he, I think he starts the season in, in, in the major leagues. I, wow. I don't, I don't get the point of like, unless he's terrible, right? Like unless he's terrible in the spring and, and doesn't deserve it. But what's the point of having him pitch triple A innings? You know, if he's good enough, you're still getting the innings regardless. We might as well do it, do it at the major league level. And where I think I've gotten to with the Andrew Painter thing is let's be smart about this. He, they start six man from day one, Bailey falters in their rotation. Um, and they, they go six man to give these guys plenty of rest. They kind of ease him into it. And then in the middle of the season, Give him what you did with Ranger and Wheeler last year, you know, like, like Ranger a month and a half off or something. Ranger they essentially off, gave like a month off heading into the All Star break. I would give like I would give Painter the two weeks before the All Star break, and then give him the All Star break off, and then have him back and ready to go. Like, so last year he threw 103 innings, um, which is actually like pretty good for like a, a, a 19 year old in his first year yeah. of full Pro Bowl. Yeah. Like 103 innings is a lot. Like, I, I don't think Spencer Howard ever got to 100 innings, <laughs> like, in a season. Um, so Yeah, he's not Spencer Howard, that's for sure. So I just think that the Phillies need to – obviously, they're going to manage it well. But if you go six-man and you give them a, a month or three weeks off in the middle of the season, um, like, that should get him to around 130 innings. 
And I think 130 innings is the right kind of spot for him to be in. You don't want it to be Steven Strasburg where you like push him. And then by the end of the season, you're just like, ah, we'll shut him down. Whatever happens in the postseason happens. Like, I hope that he can he can be a factor in the postseason. Like in a, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, he he comes out and like immediately is the four or like three, given how good his stuff is. Um, but I would do that for everyone, James. Like we we talked about this a couple of months ago. But Nola, I'm not having pitched 200 innings this year. Like I I think they got to be smart about this. 170 is a good number for him. Same thing with Zach Wheeler. I think Ranger, you know, as he gets more durable, gets more used to this, I think he can go. He might have the most innings on the team this year. I think that's fine. And Taiwan Walker, if you if you buy into the theory that he struggles in the second halves, then let's be smarter about what he does in the first half. And let's be smarter about extending what he can do. Um, so they have options. You know, the one guy that doesn't get talked about that I think should be talked about is Michael Plasmeyer, um, who they got last year from the Giants and, and saved the season. I don't know if people remember this, but he saved the season <laughs> in the middle of the year when things were falling apart. He came in and got out of like a bases loaded jam. So, um, so Plasmeyer and, and Falter, I think are good six man options. Um, and I think they can manage this. I think they can be smart about this. And um, you, you, you hope that they manage these innings well. And they are heading into the postseason way f- fresher and and can able to get through the postseason rather than to the postseason. Yeah, I mean, I, I love that idea. And I definitely think with Wheeler and Nola, you need to do something to to get them rest throughout the season. And and a six-man rotation makes a lot of sense. Obviously, you need Falter to, to pitch well. You need Plasmeyer, one of those guys to be consistent, at least, if you're going to go to them, especially if you're going to give guys, you know, a month rest at a certain time and all that. But... Look, I, I think they're ultimately going to need more starting depth, you know, with the potential for injuries. If they're going to go with this type of situation, if they're going to you know, try and go with a six man, like you're going to lose guys. Guys will get hurt for stretches, too, and, and not everything's going to go just according to plan. So I do think that ultimately, and maybe it's a trade deadline thing, they're, they're going to need to add a little depth there. Um, but look, you know, maybe they're guys who come up from the minors can make a difference, too. But um just the concept of Andrew Painter starting the season at the majors at 19 or whatever is like, whoo, that What's would the point be uh, not though. I, I guess I, I get it. The... I get it. I get it. What uh, else? Unless is he he's terrible, push? unless he's terrible in, in spring, spring training, yeah. which is fine. Uh, and and it, it's clear he needs more work, but like if, if, if I'm going to have even triple a pitching every fifth day, I'd rather just yeah. have that in the major leagues. And... I love it. I love it. I think it's a great take. I, 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 I support it wholeheartedly. Like wholeheartedly. Um, now, now I will say, the, the pitch to Schwarber was absolutely hung. I mean, it was just a, it was a, a hanger breaking ball. Now, what I did here, and I think this is important for people to get out there. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need the, you know, uh, misinformation being spread. He's only throwing sliders or breaking balls that entire at bat. Well, that's know? what they do. That's what you know. I always say with spring training, where I just, I never, ever, 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 ever take spring training stats seriously, especially pitchers because like, or you can look for certain things, position battles. You can win a position battle. Like for that stuff, it matters. But in terms of like, it is a big fantasy thing for me, you know, like I don't overreact if nothing else to spring training stats. Cause like, to your point, a lot of times a pitcher will be going out and being like, all right, I'm working on my curve today. And I'm going to throw it like 60% of the time when in the season, they'll throw 20% of the time or whatever, you know, like, so I do think that, that, I, you can be you could be fooled by spring training stuff. Well, and, I, and that's so admirable of you. Like, and, and yeah. You're... Uh, that, yeah, honestly, that's just a little <laughs> fantasy advice right? for all the fantasy baseball players out there. Take it from a 22 year fantasy baseball veteran. 
that's that's just don't overreact to spring training stats. They will lead you astray. And believe me, I think it's I think it's commendable. I really Thank do. You. I'm Thank just you. telling you. I'm telling you. It's impossible for me. I I, know, I, know, I head I into every single spring training, like, don't buy into it, don't buy into it, don't buy into it. <laughs> and then by week two, I'm like, listen, I think I think they could win 110 games. You know, like, you look at where this team is. Look how great they look. Um, So believe me, I try. It's just, it's just not in my DNA. It's yeah. not in my DNA. I not... totally believe that. You're watching every video. Yeah, it makes oh, sense. All right. Um, all right, coming up in a few minutes, we'll get to a couple questions from the, the chat on the, uh, the YouTube video. If you're not watching us, we usually uh, try and do these on YouTube, uh, the WIP YouTube page. We tweet out when way. it's on. Yeah. Hey, look, she's right here. She's been better. There she is. She's been better. Uh, she was being bad before, but now she's been doing much better. I'm really proud of you. Oh, she's sticking her tongue family. out at the audience. This is, a family, this is a family-friendly program. You can't be doing that kind of stuff. So that's the kind of benefit be you get that. if you tune into the YouTube. Uh, we'll we'll take some questions, some comments in the comments section in a couple minutes before we get to the take bag. Two other picture things I want to get to quickly. Obviously, one of one of them is Noah Song. But, but quickly before Noah Song, just obviously the other big story around the team right now is the NOLA extension. The talks about it, if it'll happen before the season. Uh, obviously, if it doesn't, it'll be a free agent. Um, he said that it was a deadline for the season, but he's like, we can continue talking in the season. So I don't know what kind of deadline that is. What's your take on the whole? Cause look, if he does decide to play it out and if he does decide to go to free agency, he will be by far the best pitcher on the market, like, like light years, the best pitcher on the market this off season. So he was doing better. And right after he said he was doing better. Anyway, I'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, Jack, your thoughts on the Nola extension, and, and do you think he would sign it? Because, you know, if, if I'm him, I, I really would consider going out and testing the market and maybe getting a freaking massive deal. Yeah, uh, I think he would sign it. Um, he said also last week that, you know, he's not looking to break the bank. Like, he wants to be here. He wants to be a part of this team. He wants to be obviously paid accordingly. He's not going to take, like, $12 million a year, like his first contract. Um, but, I, but I do think that... I think I don't think he's looking. I don't think he's looking to be like a thirty-plus million dollar a year guy or a thirty-five million dollar a year guy. You know, I think. But I think why? Like why? I don't think that's. It. I don't think that's him. I don't think that's it's him. So weird, though. I get well, it. Well, well, he's a team guy. Yeah, um, I know, but the like, don't you think his agent is like Aaron, bro? What are we doing here, pal? But when you get to the, the players' season, association, being like, hey, I, Dow, I'm just what saying, are we doing here? My feeling is that he's not going to try to, you know break the bank even though he could you know what you said is completely true like with you Darvish signing it's over i mean Noel's the the number one guy on the market next year the thing that i and, and i would sign him like just because it's not my money and i and i want him here and he's a good pitcher he's very durable it's important but i just i i it feels i i wonder how much the the them not trading any of the the pitchers this offseason, the Griff, the McAble, they were never trading Pater. I don't think that. I wonder how much of that is is factoring into the possible Nola stuff. Because sure. in in theory, they could say, okay, we'll let Nola walk. Um, we'll have Wheeler, Painter, Griff, Taiwan Walker, McAble a part of this, and we'll go young and we'll use the Nola money elsewhere. Um, I guess the big counter to that is. Wheeler's got what two years left or, or a year left after uh, this year? I believe, yeah, a year one left after, after this year. I think so, yeah. And at that point, do you want to pay a yeah, 30, it's a great point, yeah, a 33 year old Wheeler, um, you know, who's obviously a power pitcher 
crazy money. Like, I'm not sure how that ages. Now, it could be great. It could be like Scherzer. Um, and we'll see how he does with with the with with holding up this year. Um, but I, which I think will be a fascinating be, one. You know, the first time he's gone into October in his career, it'll be really yes. fascinating. Yeah. Um. So I would be surprised if he got Rodon money. You know, I, I think Rodon cashed in at the right time, and he's a free agent. This is a team negotiating it. Um. But like. Tw- like twenty five million a year over the next five years sounds about fair to me. I mean, that'd be unbelievable. That'd be so, a great deal for the Phillies. And I, I, I would probably break deal. it up at like thirty. You know, thirty million a year yeah. for the next five years. Um, but somewhere in the ballpark of like five one thirty to five one sixty feels about right. And and um, and listening to Dombrowski today, um, he seemed pretty motivated to get it done. Um, he said, uh, it was destiny. Destiny asked him, um, does painters emergence make it easier to move on from nola and he something to that uh, effect and he was like uh yeah we want good players around like Man. like we want to have as many good players as possible um it's a so, good philosophy yeah generally so um I, but there is that thought in the back of my mind of like are they planning for him to walk with nola or with, with uh painter mcgarry and abel possibly coming along but uh, i don't think that's right all right Noah song we're there We've reached that time. Look, we were excited when it happened. It does seem like he has a, he was a real chance to be a, a top tier prospect type of guy, even, you know, considering the age and all that stuff. But um, he has to stay on the 26 man roster all season yeah. for him to stay on the team. Um, seems like a long shot. What are your thoughts? I don't know how it works. Like I, yeah, I, I that's I where I'm at. I think it's the right gamble. Um, I'm excited about him. I, I I think if you ask the Phillies, I don't think they ex- expected him this to happen this year. You know. Oh, I think, I like, think very clearly. Yep. Yeah, I think they were like, give me, give us one more year. I think this this surprised them a little bit, frankly, that that he is coming over. Um, so on the surface, like it's 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 really interesting. You know, he probably would have been a first round pick had he not been committed to to staying in and and serving his four years. Uh, he hasn't pitched off a mound since 2019, and I guess he got on the mound. <laughs> last week and said that it felt like he hasn't been on the mound in three years. It is hard, man. Like it, you can throw, you can throw all the flat grounds you want. You can, you can loosen your arm up all you want, but there's a different feeling when it comes to, to pitching off a mound again, having the same feel for when to release the ball, having the same, you know, whatever. Um, so I think it's a long shot. Now what I think they can do now, obviously it's dependent upon how he looks. If his fastball is not 97, uh, and it's more like 92. It's like, well, this is a waste of our time. Uh, go back to the Red Sox. But I, they, they could also make him on the 26-man roster, have him up for a little bit, not really use him, and then find a way to give him like a phantom IL stint. And ooh, ooh. If, if you think he's that good, and if you think I he's worth the gamble, idea. yeah, I love that idea. You could give him. You can give him. You, you, all you have to do is find a way to get a, a 90 day of, of MLB service time and, and he doesn't have to get sent back. So uh, you know, they could phantom IL Noah song uh, and, and bang, we got to We got someone to go in with like a pipe and just like take his ankle out or something. Not too bad, but you know, little like whatever I need to do to help this happen. This is a great idea. Great. Yeah. Idea. So, um, other than that, like it just seems like a long shot, and they'll maybe send him back to the Red Sox. Yeah, I think there's, I think, I think long shot is being nice. I think if they can't find a way to phantom my arm, there is no shot that he will stay on the 26 man roster all year. Now, unless right. he comes out and he's throwing uh, like nice. Yeah, unless he and, he and can be like a, a one inning guy for you or something. Yeah, who knows? 
Um, all right, let's get well, to, uh, well, real quick, real quick. I do wonder if it could come down to Drew Breaker or him. Oh, like, like I mean, if they, they've they're very high. So if you're high on Drew Break Baker, but you have the options for him, and yeah, there's of not course, yeah. Too much I mean, he has to difference. be able to pitch. He has to be song has to be able to pitch in a game. Yes. If you're gonna keep that's the point. Uh, it's, 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 <laughs> he can pitch. He can pitch. Uh, Don't worry. I about like it. it. All right. Um, let's get to a couple comments and a quick take back. You gotta get out of here. You have a, a job to do today. Yes, um see a lot of awesome uh people. Shout out to Sean. I met Sean of the Eagles Run. Great dude, mid-major Matt, our guy, Drew from Westchester, our buddy. Yeah, there. He's in the wrong Westchester, though. Have you noticed that? He's he's in the New York Westchester. What? Yeah, I did not notice that. I just assumed it was Westchester, Westchester. Uh, I love Drew. It's a tiny ding against him, but I do love him. Um, yeah, I, Isaac, we got a bunch of people in here. I saw Bridget. Shout out to Bridget. A lot of great people in here. P sheep. Um, all right, let's get to a question or two. Um, Jack, have you seen anything that's jumping out to you that you want? Well, I want to get. I want to address one question before you get to that. Yeah, please. Uh, this guy B will just said. The first time I've ever seen you guys live after years of listening, he thought I would be tiny and he thought you would be Johnny Bravo. In what world would what? that work out? Like, like uh, the, the, the seltzer seems like a big macho man and I seem like a little guy. Well, it's great. I don't it's, see that. I don't fin- see that. A, ph- a phenomenal take, my friend. It's a terrible this take. Worst take in the history of the podcast. I, I do get a lot of, um, a lot of, you know, you don't look like what I thought you would look like when people meet me. I feel like that's a pretty consistent, but I, but I sound like Charlie day. I kind of look like Charlie day. It shouldn't be that hard. Exactly. Like you look kind of similar. I mean, geez. Um, <laughs> Zoe's thoughts on mix Mick Abel's potential. Zoe, do you have a lot of hope for Mick Abel? Oh, yes. 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 You're excited. Wow. Did she think that, did she think that he fixed his fastball command or what? Do you think he fixed his fastball command? Do you think he fixed his fastball command? Yeah. Yeah. She's no, too enamored. A... She's too enamored by being on camera. She sees herself on camera and she's like, oh, she's very thrilling. excited. Thrilling. All right. Does well, she know that like thousands of people are watching her? Right I, I probably not. So probably not. Um, all right. Um, it, it, most of the questions here are stuff we talked about, like casting well, questions. That's because you're pros. I don't know how to know the questions. Uh, will the next podcast be in a, a NOLA emergency pod, Jack? Do you think it'll happen that quickly? I do. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I think I think it happens for opening day. You know, I don't know if, it, you know, extension is an emergency pod territory, but no, you know. no, <laughs> not, so. we only get excited when they sign someone else. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's already here. We're excited. But yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, but I think it happens for opening day. You know, I think I think I think they take into account the general feel around the team right now. And the general feel is like, we're having a great time. Once these guys be together for a while, bleep it. Let's sign Nola. And, and it seems like after Middleton's quote last week that uh, he's very open to just paying whatever it takes. Cause no one knows. No one remembers how much the 27 Yankees made James. No one remembers how much they made. That's a good point. All that matters is, is rings. Um, so Drew from Westchester, you're wrong. Clarify. He says it, it is the PA Westchester. Oh, really? Wow, just out here slandering our loyal listeners and friend. Drew is in this chat every time we do it, and you're just I thought like, li- I thought he lived oh, in let New me York. T- let me throw some shots out at Drew. So that's good. All right, well, uh, well, I guess we're neighbors now, Drew. So that's good. To, that's good to know. That's good uh, to know. What are the odds we broke Strider from Robert McKnight? Uh, not done. good. Yeah, He's done. yeah. He's done. And then we get bench prediction. Last question. Then we will get to take back from AJ Thomas. This is an interesting question. Like. 
Um, I think, you know, we know Sosa is going to be on the bench. I think Guthrie, the clear uh, outfielder on the bench. Who's well, the. Could, could uh, oh, and then, and then Josh Harrison. Yeah. And then Josh Harrison. Are that is are those just the three bench guys? And that's what it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll obviously Stubbs is the backup catcher. Um, yeah, I wonder what they've JK been keeping does. the extra pitcher. So they haven't, I would really rather, have, uh, I would rather have more. I would rather have more bullpen pieces anyway. Yeah. Um, which is what every team does. Every team does these days. So, so, uh, but it is interesting. I like the, I like the report the other day about social playing some center field. Um, I did too. It, I like thinking outside the box with that type of stuff. Like, why not? The dude's a great fielder. See what can happen. Well, and I don't know if we want to break this down or factor this in, James, but did you see who homered off Nola today? Ooh, I did not. Scotty Jetpacks. Oh, we don't. Come on. He's got we a don't. $13 million option for next year, Boy. James. Oh, yeah. He's, Can't wait to pick that up. He's got to pick it up somehow. He's oh, got to man. pick it up somehow. He, he, he should send his agent, like, every day, just it's like flowers or it's chocolates. It's fault. Every single day, he should call his agent and just be like, "Yo, dude, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You're a freaking genius. I love you. Thank you." But if God. you need a right, if you need a right-handed center field option with Marshy, if he can't hit lefties this year, Scotty Jetpacks. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'll like, so you want to sign, you want to sign Nola to an extension? He's giving up dingers to to Scott Kangaroo and, and yeah, it is concerning. Kangaroo. Honestly, it's the most concerning thing that's been brought up in this whole pod, other than Zoe's yeah. whole, you know. No, nah, she's doing all right. Something. She's doing, doing all right. Yeah, you're doing great. She's doing. She's great. not doing great. All right, take bags. You have like three minutes. No, it's all good. Um, oh, you're extending the deadline. I love this. Well, I had uh, I wanted to get an extension done by twelve forty five, but I figured we can. Ex- my my people can talk <laughs> to your people. Um, dude, did you see the story of um? of uh Bohm saying that Bryce didn't tell him anything they were just playing mind games with the Astros no way for real yeah so if no everyone remembers way. everyone remembers the McCullers game where yes. everyone's oh they 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 picked up on something uh Bohm no came, way Bohm came and said like we didn't have anything we just thought they're such a smart team maybe we get in their head a little bit by saying we that have is freaking phenomenal that is next level stuff, dude. Seriously. Wow. That is so impressive. I I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I love that. I love that. That is yeah, so cool. Well, and it's, and it's, it's just baseball. That's what, that's what I think the game's missing is stuff yeah. like that. Um, and again, not to bring this back to my illustrious high school career, but oh, it, you never it, do that. I would never do that, but it did remind me of uh, my senior year against Sun Valley when I was just uh, sitting on the bench because uh, I wasn't pitching that day and I was very good at picking up other team's signs and me and my coach, like I was like, I don't, I don't have their signs. We whispered to each other. Like we had our signs and then mm-hmm. they started freaking out their dugout. They put up towels over their, over their guys I giving out signs. It. It's love just, it. that's just good old fashioned baseball, buddy. That's, that's why it's the greatest that's sport. What in the you world. Do. That's what you do. All right. So what else you got in the take bag? Um, no, I actually, we, we covered everything else besides wow. one thing. hold on one thing. Hold on. on. Yes. My last thing in the take bag. And yes. this is just, I, I, I have been, I haven't been able to do it on WIP because it, people are still in their morning about the Eagles loss. And I don't want to get too nitty gritty because we don't do that on radio. Mm-hmm. But if you've seen the videos, if you've seen the videos of Alec Bohm's swing in the batting cages, you want to talk about 
making the correct adjustments oh. and figuring out how to drive the ball out of the ballpark. So if you remember, like, kind of the one thing that I felt like zapped his power is that he'd go from a power position to, like, a flat bat for no reason. If you look at the videos right now, he's gotten much more, like, rotational into it. There's not that awkward stop that I think zaps some of his power. I'm just telling you, of all the people I'm most bullish on heading into the season, whether it's Castellanos, Painter, some of the bullpen guys. Wow. My guy this year is Alec Wow. I, I, love think that. He, I think he's hitting over 20 homers. I think he's going to be in the 280. And I'm not anticipating Castellanos struggling in the four spot. Because I, I would open with Castellanos batting four. But I think by the end of the year, Akbom gets his way into the top five in this lineup. Wow. And I, I love this. I, the videos, like, they've just made me giddy. They have made me legitimately giddy about his upside and, and making the right adjustments and developing that power. He's freaking 6'5". Yeah, you know, he's he put on dude. 10 pounds of muscle. He's a big it's, dude. It's, it's time, Bomer. It's time. Um, so... It, I think this is going to be Bowen's breakout year, and and it, the early returns are are great. I can't wait. Is Alec Bohm the biggest in terms of like comparatively the biggest dude with the babyest face that you've ever seen? Like his face looks like it's like a toddler's face. Like right, he looks so see. young. No, I'm not, it's not a. I'm just. It's a fact. He looks so young. But he is a giant. Well, but now, but now with the the, the new the new swing. He, you know, probably start growing more facial hair. The hair is already like down low, you know, it's starting to look more like worth. And if, if he continues on the worth like trajectory, wearing the same number, he's going to have a grizzly old beard, but a beard by the time he's like, you know, 32. So Love it. Uh, he'll get there. That's, that's all part of growing up, James. All right. Uh, final thoughts. I'll go first. Cause I Good. want your reaction to this too. Cause I'm seeding my final thought. Speaking of Westchester. Uh, I did an event in Westchester during the Eagles run uh, before the Super Bowl. Oh, yes. Yeah, and I had the pleasure of meeting manager Skip. Skip was Jack's adult baseball league manager. Full disclosure, huge fan of Jack. Loves him. Thinks he's a great dude. Very proud of all he's accomplished in media. Um, In media, (laughs) on baseball. Uh, and this, this is the quote that he said, I have to say on the podcast because this is his assessment his true assessment of jack fritz in the adult baseball league are you ready for it uh i am but i but before you give it do i have the ability to retort if it's not true yeah of course i, I want your retort this is i All want right. your reaction this is the whole good. reason i'm going first here is just i want your reaction then you can do your okay, good. You ready yes from manager skip who again managed jack fritz in a baseball league jack fritz was the vince velasquez of the league quote unquote yeah your retort yeah uh, I didn't know that Vince Velasquez at one point had the third lowest ERA in the league for a season. Um, <laughs> so, so it's it's a shame to see Skip uh continue to to put lies out there. Um, <laughs> I had the third lowest ERA in the league in, in okay, 2014. Okay, so, I, just want, I want that to be known. I just I, that's not a that's not a lie, by the way. That's that's a fact. Now, I will say it's way was, too way too specific to be. I, I was terrible. When I came back after a year off from baseball, so maybe mm-hmm. he's talking about that. But peak prime Jack Fritz was still. Yeah. He said it was easy to get in your head. He said once oh. once something went wrong, it was like a snowball going downhill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> was not great at locking back in. Yeah, you know, <laughs> was not was not not great at that. Uh, yeah. I needed things to be going my way. <laughs> yeah. 
He was great, he's though. The... It was really fun. He loves no, he's you. He's a big fan. Yeah. Loves All right. Uh, your final thought. Uh, my final thought is that we have Phillies baseball this weekend on WIP. Yes, we do, buddy. And James, if you if you and I'm including postseason, last weekend without Phillies baseball for 33 weeks. Thirty, oh. thirty-three wow. weeks. Forget what we are so back. It is. Thirty-three, thirty-three weeks, buddy. Hey, Jack, you, weeks. you might not know this. No one ever says it, but season's a marathon, man. It's a marathon. Don't overreact to opening day <laughs> or spring. Training. All right, all right. Uh, shout out to my our, our co-host today, Zoe. Zoe, you want to say bye to everyone? There you go. Could you hear Good that job, or no? Zoe. Oh, was that audible? You did. Okay, good. Good. All right. Bye to everyone. Thank you for putting up my daughter. Um, thank you for joining us in the as a, yeah, there we go. Uh in the chat. Uh Fritzy, what a pleasure. Go do your job. Thank you for giving us extra time. I love oh, it. Oh, that's what I do. Nobody. All right. No problem. We'll be back next week. He's Fritz himself. Too.